it's Torah Kiflamid Hay explained, he said the Nachman over here explains how the Chagim, the Yanta of Shuas is coming, how helps a person to be humble, helps a person to get closer to Hashem. Very, very powerful Torah. He says, Ki echad, as a pussy, he says, Ki moid, Kuf Lamed Hay. It's a pasik. The pasik says, I'll take a yontav. And I will judge it rightly. What does that mean? So we'll see in the end. It says like this. You know, one of the big challenges of a Jewish person is to be a Balgaiva, to be arrogant, to be... That's a big test. Every person has in themselves a, unfortunately, a little arrogance in themselves. Think that, and there, it comes because a person wants to feel always good about himself, wants to feel that he's right, and doesn't like to feel that maybe I'm wrong, maybe I did the big mistake. So the kids are arrogant is a very challenging thing. Gaiva is a rather challenging. The Basham said that Gaiva, you have to work all your life. To really knock out arrogance is a lifetime work. The whole life, you literally have to work on this. So he says, to a, savior, to a person should not be a Balgaiva, he explains, is Yontav is his Gula. But she says, Lechabit, to give covet for the Yontav. See, Yontav is coming, and I always try to explain People are going to keep Yantav, enjoyed. Melchik's Shavuos is coming. They enjoy. But Nachman says you should enjoy the Shem Shemaim. Be mechabed the Yantav and enjoy our mind. We have a great Yantav. We forget the inside of the Yantav, the Pneumius Hamachshuva. Besides the, 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 the basic, but on the, when you're celebrating Yantav, Say to yourself, wow, we're getting the Torah now. We got the Torah now. We're celebrating for getting the Torah. We are, you know, it's a, a day that we rest and we think how we get closer to the Rabbi Nishloilam. If you machabe the yontif, also with food and drink, the kibbit of yontif will help a person to be humble. Why? He says, here he adds, even a person should even spend money on the Yantav. Why, he says, Ki Moshe Rabbeini, Moshe Rabbeini was to the men tes shara bina. You know that. There's 49 gates of wisdom out there. Moshe Rabbeini was to all 49 gates. Was to the 49 gates of wisdom. 50th gate of wisdom that Mashiach will come Right now, that's why Klal Yisrael couldn't, were made said in Mitzrayim, they were meant Tuma. Since they were meant Tuma, and each time they left the Tuma, they got into the gates of Kedusha. That's why we count 49 days, we count the Svita, because there's 49 gates of wisdom. Mem, Tes, Shari, Bina. 49 gates, which is a Kabbalistic term. We don't know exactly which each gate means, but uh, there's a 
understanding, a deep root understanding, See, a person, every person, the Rebbe gave him an intellect, a mind to think. But the more kedusha you get, the closer you get to the Rebbe the greater is your understanding, greater is your wisdom. The more kedusha a person is, the more he pulls away from the Gashmias, the more he attaches himself to Hashem. There's a wisdom that a person, that's why people used to go to Tzadikim to ask him for advice. That tzaddik is not busy. That's not his job. Really, a tzaddik's job is to busy tell people advice. The original rabbis from the Vashem Tavan, they, when they came to bother him for er- earthly advice, they said, go to someone else. But they realized people need to be connected, so they would give. But the truth is, why could they give advice? Because the holier person is, the closest to Hashem, the more wisdom he acquires, insight he acquires, to understand people he understands. That's called mem te sharabina. Because Moshe Rabbeinu was to such deep understanding, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu was the most humbling person in the world. Can you imagine when the Torah wants to say, you know who Moshe Rabbeinu was? I would have said, a genius, a tamut chacham, a tzaddik. You know what the Torah says? You want to know who Moshe Rabbeinu was? He was Onav Mikal Odom, the most humbling person in the entire earth. Because the truth is, the more you understand the greatness of Hashem, the more humble you feel. And we all could feel that a little bit <clears throat> if we think about the greatness of Hashem. I always say this, like, you know, I've often said this over here, and I say it to myself every few days that a person should meditate and see how little we are compared to the universe, it's frightening. You know, the sun is, is 330,000 times bigger than Earth. That means 330,000 Earths fit into the sun. Yeah. And the sun is not such a big, famous, just a, an average star out there. This is just mind-boggling. And the Bonshon created us and gave us everything person thinks in these terms, the greater your wisdom is, the more understanding, the more humble you are. Moshebeini was zoicha to this, because he was zoicha to memtashar bina, so because he memtashar bina, so for that caused a great humbleness, because the Chobetz Chaim says, one of his things I once read, he says, haughtiness, arrogance, gaiva, is a foolish thing. It's really tipshis. Because who are you kidding? You know, a person thinks to himself, who are you kidding? I always tell myself, one toothache and you're in trouble. You don't need much. You don't need major calamities to say how vulnerable we are. Just one geschmack of toothache and we can't sleep and we were agitated and got to take, you know, to take medication just to keep the pain away and can't function. You know, recently a guy told me he suffers terrible from backaches. Tells when he has the incredible, gets him to himself, he cannot concentrate. Mamish cannot concentrate. So painful. So, you know, we are very, very easy to be, uh, to be so vulnerable, that's why. But the Yitzhahara doesn't want us to be. Because a humble person is closer to Hashem. The Gemara says, 
When a person is haughty, arrogant, Balgaiva, the Vonishum says, Ein ani nudir I and him cannot live in one apartment. Sometimes you have a roommate, he says, I just can't live with this guy. Vonishum says, I cannot live with someone who walks around arrogant. Can't, can't live with such a person. So, so because he doesn't accept the Rabbani Shloilam. He thinks who knows what he is. So Moshe Rabbeinu was zoichet to the Memtes Sharabina. He was zoichet to be the great, greatest humble person in the world. <coughs> he says, the Yontev, now let me explain this. Yontev, the Zoyer says, is called Bina. I mean, the Koyach of Kedusha's Yontev gives also a person understanding. You know, every Yontev and every Shabbos gives a person something spiritual. Yontev, the Rizal says, gives a person a deeper understanding, if he utilizes it. The whole Yontev is just, uh, you know, sleeping and eating and drinking, and the person sits down and learns and meditates and thinks about Yontev. The more you think about the Yontev, the more the Yontev is... Uh, <coughs> gives a person a binna, which, you know, what, I always think to myself, what wouldn't we do to get a little more wise? When I was a young child, my father told me, Father Hashem told me that Rabbi Chubei Weissmandl, very famous person after the war, he once got up in a drosha and he tried to explain to the people, you, the, one of the biggest insults you could tell on a person is you are a nar. Nar means you're foolish. You're stupid. That's when you want to insult someone, you say, you know, push away someone and lash out, you're stupid. That's how people do. He said, don't you realize that the first thing you ask Hashem, Hashem Nesra, atu das. You give wisdom to a person. And we beg him, we beg Hashem, have charm. Give us a chaynen. Chachma binu eduas. We ask every day, give me the wisdom. Because to live, to be Jewish, to be from, to do the right thing, you'd always need wisdom. Very often, we are on a crossroads in life, we don't know what to do. We taka don't know what to do. Sometimes a big challenge comes to a person. What do I do? How do I do it? But it could be something small, it could be something big, it could be job, it could be a shidduch, it could be parnosa. You know, sometimes some, sometimes you just need insightfulness. And we ask Hashem every day, give me wisdom, because we admit to ourselves we are foolish. So we ask Hashem, give us the wisdom. Yontav has the power of binna. Binna means to understand one from another. You know what, the chacham is the essence of of Chachma and the wisdom, but Bina is to know how to compare, to understand one thing from another. How to Yontov has this Koyach, the Kedush's Yontov. So he says, <coughs> so Mamele, if a person accepts Yontov in a happy way, in a Kedush way, when he accepts Yontov, by accepting Yontov in a Kedush way, he says, Yuzoicha, to have a understanding to get to Binna, and the Binna will bring humbleness into a person. <clears throat> he brings down from the Rizal, very interesting thing, 
Yontif is the gematria of 63 with the 10 letters. Make a chesh, you see Yontif is gematria that way. Uh, uh, 63 is the letter Samar Gimel is gas. Gas is haughtiness, arrogance. The Yontav has a koyach to push away arrogance. The Yontav is gematria together with the ten letters, with the ten letters of, of Yontav, he says, gematria samar gimel. But the point what he's saying is it brings into a person the, a, a wisdom how to not be so gaivadik. You know why? Because a person is humble. One of the things that is he gets along with people much better. That's a fact. Humbling, when it says a humble person has a better shown bias, humble person gets along better because he doesn't think of himself, it's me, me, I'm right all the time. You know, you, you could make a mistake, and we do make mistakes. And, uh, and the trick is when you make a mistake to say, I am wrong. It takes a lot to say I'm wrong. It's very hard for people to say, I goofed. But if a person has inner wisdom, he's not afraid to be vulnerable who says, I really goofed. I made a mistake. He says, Then <clears throat> he says, I want to explain this. He says, when a person gets close to a tzaddik, that itself causes a person to become humble too. Why is that? You know, I always give this a simple motion. Imagine you're standing at the top of Empire State Building, and you're looking down. Downstairs, right next to the Empire State Building, there's one house that's 10-story house, another one is 20 stories, and the 20-story building says to the 10, I'm bigger than you. You're only 10, I'm 20. When you're so high up, 10 and 20 look the same. And when you look up from the 20th floor, you look up the Empire and say, Wow, I'm really nothing. When a person is standing in front of a big godlum, you tell to yourself, what, what is my wisdom? What? What do I know compared to this person? If a person is honest, it brings a humbleness into themselves. Because you look at this, you know, I know this and I know that, but what is it compared to this tzaddik that knows? Yontav is also the hisgalis of the tzaddikim which means that Yontav, the light of the tzaddikim, shine in this world. And we'll soon see why. And when the light of the tzaddikim is this galamor in this world, and you, you think about them, and you see, what are we? Who are we fooling? What are, you know, you tell yourself how, you know, what are we doing? Are we compared to any, are we, do we scratch the surface of these great tzaddikim? And why is Yontav these galas of the light of the tzaddikim? Now, let me explain what this means, the light of tzaddikim. This needs an explanation, which many people are a little bit confused. The B'shem B'yichui said on, uh, on the day, you know, in his times, he wrote, he wrote in the Zohar, but this great chibber that I composed, my chibber, the goy, yifkim goy, they're going to come out of galas. That means if B'shem realized the Kedusha that he brought down in this world, with his Kedusha, he was able to make sure that the Torah is not going to be forgotten, which is true. 
We celebrate Rav Shemichoy so much because that light of Rav Shemichoy lights in this world. When Rav Shemichoy died and he left this world, it, it didn't leave just, he left and everything left with him. Unfortunately, when we're going to leave this world, we leave and everything leaves with us. But the great, great Sadiqim, the great, talk about the great, great Sadiqim, Rav Shemichoy, you know, great, great Sadiqim, they came down to this world and they did Avaidah, they left the light on that left in this world. I'm sure there's the light, the kedusha of the tzaddik is in this world. To give a marshal, it's like we say, Duvid Melech Yisrael Chai V'Kayim. Duvid, the king of Yisrael, live, is living. What do you mean he's living? Duvid Melech is not alive. He is alive because he composed filler. His neshuma, the light of the tzaddik, is in this world. And when we say tilam, we say in the Hirot sign, it's, we ask Hashem, let it be like Duvid Amalek said it, because he's here. He's with us. The great Sadiqim, same thing with the Baal Shem Tov, every, you know, great, great Sadiqim, and breast of the believer, Amnachem, breast of light is, is here. The point is, the light is here, and if you connect, they're connected to the Yontav. Why is the light of Sadiqim connected to the Yontav? The Gemara says a very interesting thing. We, the Sanhedrin have a control when Yantav is going to be. Isn't that amazing? It's one of those amazing things. We could tell Rabbani Shloyla when Rashishonah should be. We decide to make an extra day the month, Rashishonah is going to be a day later. So it's Kavayocha. We tell Hashem when the court date is going to be. Not the judge tells us. Kavayocha, it's a marshal, is we say we're going to make an extra date last month, so Rashishonah will be a day later. We can make it a day earlier. So we, the Sanhedrin, through them, the Kedushas Yontav come. So that's why the, the holiness of Yontav is connected to the Tzadikim. So when you machabit the Yontav, you get close to the Oiris of the Tzadikim. And if you're getting close to the Oiris of the Tzadikim, it brings a great humbleness into a person. Great, great humbleness. You know, to explain this in a little bit, in a deeper way. You know, when the Rebbein Shem gave us Yantav, it's not just the Yantav is, we're not going to work Yantav, we're going to eat cheesecake and say tikkun, and that's Yantav. You have to remember, when the Yantav comes, the light of Yantav shines into us, into every one of us, the Yantav shine. And we take with us a light. It's not just another day that we do. It's mamish emetzias. The day Shavuos is a different day. This Sunday, next Sunday that's coming, is not a simple Sunday. Not at all. It's a Sunday that has great light inside of it. It's a Sunday which, which the Torah was given thousand years before, three thousand, whatever the time was, it was given, and the light shines down to us then. There were great Sadiqim who used to say, Rav Nachman said it, the Baditcha Rebbe said it, they got up in the morning, the first day shoes, they said they heard Koyulis Ibrokim. Koyulis means the, 
the, the voice and the thunder and the, the like it was Bamat and Torah. Because they were they were so spiritual, we're able to tune into that. But the truth is, it is there is a Nesinus Atoyda again that day. The light that came down the Shah's mountain Torah comes down then too. And it's it's a whole a whole sugya. It's like imagine a guy all of a sudden took his money, vested and bought a big new property. He thinks to himself, wow, I gained the whole new property, I'm gonna make more money. Imagine a trillion times more than that. Another Yantav is coming. You embraced another Yantav. You took light into yourself. Unfortunately, we don't feel it that way because we don't feel the spirituality. But what happens to every one of us, then Shuiz comes, every Yantav comes, we take the Kedushas Yantav into ourselves. And the more you prepare yourself, the more, you, the, the more Kedusha comes into yourself. In everything in Kedusha, the better you prepare for it, the more you could grab it. It's a very simple thing. A guy goes to a class, goes to college, comes to the class, totally not prepared. It'll be difficult to absorb all the information. The guy knows that he's going to math, what type of a math, he reads up about it, he understands approximately how able to absorb more information. It's even deeper. The, the Zoe says, when you come to do Kedusha, you should prepare yourself. That's why Hasidim say the Shem Yichel. The more you prepare yourself, he says, ah, Yontav is coming, and I'll be close to Hashem with Yontav. The more you think about it this way, the more you absorb the Kedusha's Yontav. The more Kedusha's Yontav you get, the more you realize how humble you are because the Kedusha's Yontav comes with the light of the Tzaddikim. And especially Shavuos, comes with the light of Dovah the Melech. And if you know, Dovah the Melech died on Shuas, the Chazal say, and uh, the yard side of Dovah is on Shuas. So Shuas comes with, the, besides the light of the Torah, it's, it's enclosed with the light of Dovah the Melech. That's why the reason we read Rus. Why do we read Rus? For this, that reason, because Rus is, Dovah the Melech is a grandchild of Rus, to show us that uh, the, the greatness of, of Gaidam, getting close to Hashem. Okay, so Bekitza, Yontev has this power. And the truth is, how to appreciate Yontev, if you take time every day, 20 minutes to sit down and you talk to Hashem, you don't fall into Shabbos and Yontev, it's here. You know, you. It's not just here, you're able to calm into it, come into yourself in a calm way. You know, because what happens to all of us is all of a sudden, Yontav is here. All of a sudden, before you know it's gonna be Shabbos, you didn't prepare yourself. The more you prepare yourself, the better Kedusha you're able to take into yourself. I'm talking about the person talks to Hashem, what he, what, he, what, he, what he gains with this, what it really gains with this, that, it, that he ha, he's prepared. It's not that you talk to the Bani Shalom, Shuas is coming, help me find the light of Shuas. Help me, help me utilize the day of Shuas. Speak, speak about it. So it's like you don't just, all of a sudden, Shuas is a part of you. You know, you notice when a person prepares something well, it's a whole different meaning. Tell yourself, Shavuos is coming. And it's my Shavuos. It's every one of yours. 
It's not mine, it's your Shavuos is coming. This is the gift of Hashem. I have to think about it. We are the creatures that Hashem created and gave us this incredible yantav. See, what happens to all of us, we're going to keep yantav. We're going to keep Shavuos. And we'll eat the, the cheese. And we'll say taken. You know what the Yitzhahara doesn't want you? I don't want you to be enthusiastic about it. I don't want you to be happy with about it. Just do it. Isn't that amazing? And the person should be enthusiastic. This is your yantav. It's your life. See, the Yitzhahara not only doesn't want us to be enthusiastic with Shavuos, doesn't want you to be enthusiastic that you're Yiddish. Tell yourself, Baruch Hashem, I'm alive and I'm a Yid. That I daven this morning, that I'm going to daven Mincha today, and I'm going to learn today. doesn't let you do that. Take, that's the challenge we have. One of the biggest challenges we have is to bring the Pneumius into ourselves. And the Kedushas Yantav of Shavuos. There's another very profound thing about Shavuos. You know that Shavuos is the only Yantav that the Torah doesn't say what we should do on Shavuos. Let me explain. Pesach, Hashem told us what to do Pesach. I don't want you to eat chometz, I want you to eat matzah. Sukkot, Hashem tells us, I don't want you to live in the house, I want you to live in the sukkah, and I want you to shake the lulav. And Rosh Hashanah, Hashem tells us, I want you to blow shoifah, Yom Kippur, I want you to fast. And the Torah does not tell us Shavuos what we should do. Nor does the Torah tell us what we should do. It's a yantav. What does, let's focus on Shavuos. What is the yantav? Nothing, just the yantav. Why is it we should have had, Hashem should have told us, learn the Torah, Read the Torah. Nothing. Pesach and Sukkot is one part of the Torah. Just a small part. Pesach and Sukkot. We have a whole yontav. The day the Torah was given to us, something that Shem should have told us to do something. Nothing. Today, Torah says, we say the Tikkun, that's only a minig. And cheesecake is a minig. That doesn't say whatsoever. Isn't that amazing? Let me explain something. Very interesting. The reason for this is because really Torah is la mala min hazman, la mala min ateva, above time and above nature. You know, Shavuos is called Shavuos. It's seven times seven. We count it seven weeks, seven times till we get the fiftieth day. Now, what does that mean? You know, to explain this is simple. Shabbos, we celebrate. How should we celebrate Shabbos? By not doing anything. Why is that a celebration? Because what we're saying to ourselves, Shabbos, we're not tied to this world. We remove ourselves from this world. We're a mala from the nature. The nature demands, do something, put on the lights, come here, look at the internet, you know, do this, do this, drive. You know, the, the nature... 
This world of man's work, going, doing. Shabbos, we're not going to do anything in this world. We're just going to rest. We pull our safe away from the Zman and from the Mokim. This is the place and the, and, and the time and the place. We get pulled away. It's like we're, we're connecting to something that's above Teva. And the six days of the week is really connected to Shabbos. Because six days a week, I'm Yom Rishon Shabbos, Yom Sheni Shabbos. You know, every day is, uh, an, uh, is we count the Shabbos. Because the, the middle is we should pull us way of nature, above nature, above demanding. You know, this world is such a nudnik. I always tell to myself, our body and this world is a nudnik of a nudnik. If you don't eat, boy, does he let you know. And if you don't sleep, boy, does he let you know. You know, you know if you don't eat, tell him, listen, wait a minute, in an hour from now, I'll eat. No, 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 no. If you don't eat, he's gonna, the next hour he's going to remind you how hungry you are. And it gets worse. Everything that they ate out of her sex drives people crazy. It's a heart of this body is a demanding. Shabbos is we like we move away ourselves from this world, sort of. Move away the malam and asmanim, malam and amukim. Same thing is with with Martin Torah. Martin Torah was seven times seven. To get to the chamishim, which is oilem habina. If you know that the fiftieth shara chamishim is called bina, highest level of bina. And that we got the Torah because we came to a madrega of Bina and we are able to accept the Torah then. But what was it? Also, we came to a place. What is, what is Yoivel? We just read in the parasha. Yoivel is seven years times seven years, the 50th year. No planting, no cultivating the ground. Do nothing. Stay away from work. Connect to, to, the, to, the, to the spirituality, away from this Gashmias from demanding word. This is what the Koyach of the Yom Tov has, Koyach of Shabbos, Shavuos. So the Masa Shavuos is above everything. Lamalam and Azman, Lamalam and Ateva, that's why the Shabbat didn't give us anything, because it's higher than any anything Shavuos in this way. See, one of the reasons Chassidim used to get together Shavuos because it's hard alone to bring inside the Kedusha of Shavuos into yourself. If you know history, the Chassidim used to get together Shavuos, come to a Rebbe, because it's easier together. But even if you don't go to a Rebbe, we don't have Rebbe still right now, but coming to Shul, davening, and saying the Tikkun, we should do it with the saying to ourselves, we're getting binner today. Try to imagine Someone's going to tell you next week, Sunday, you're going to get $50,000. Put it into your bank account. I suspect we're walking around with a smile. You know what's going to happen to me next Sunday? Not a lot of money. It's not $50 million. It's not whatever the big lotto was. $50,000. Even that. You say, wow, you know what's coming next, next Sunday, my bank account? I'm going to get something. That's how we have to look at Yontif. Every day, Yanta, we're getting something to ourselves. We're getting wisdom. We're getting binner. We're getting enlightened.
Menachem explains a very, very, very deep thing. Deep thing. You know, you ask a person in this world, who is your boss? Well, if he's working for a boss, if my boss is Jimmy, Harry, that's who my boss. If he's in own business, yeah, who's your boss? My wife is my boss. Some people jokingly say, but people never think, you know who's really your boss? Hashem. Doesn't, it doesn't come in the forefront. When you tell it to him, who's really your boss? Hashem, oh, you're right. When you ask a guy without being prepared, who is your boss? Who's my boss? I'm self-employed. You know who my boss is? My wife. It doesn't even come to our mind. Do you know we have a boss? It's the Rabbi Shloilam. Why is that? This is called in Chesidus, the Malchus is in Golis, the Shechinta Begalisa. I'm sure you heard this expression. What does it mean, Shechinta Begalisa, the Shechin is in Golis, the Malchus is in Golis? You don't walk around thinking, I got a boss. What does the boss say now? Should I do it or not do it? And it's very hard, one of the great challenges of a person, to walk around this way. Every minute thinking, okay, what does the boss really want me to do today? We just do it, not the thinking of the boss, just do it. I want to daven. See, no one comes in the morning to daven. You know why I'm coming to daven this morning? Because the boss sent me to daven. Or I want to daven, I want to get connected to Hashem. If you come to daven, if I don't get daven, I feel guilty. I didn't come to daven in shul. I missed the davening. Instead of saying, I'm coming to daven, the boss told me to come daven. Or better, I'm coming to Dhamma, I want to get connected to my boss. I have a meeting with him. I happen to love my boss. Doesn't these these things doesn't come into a person? That is called Shinta Begalisa. The Malchus is in Golas. Every Yantiv has a koyach to take this Malchus out of the Golas. So Nachman says a Muridigazah, he says, a very, very, very deep thing he says. Every Yontav has four things. Namushal. Pesach has the Arba Koises. Pesach has the, you know, the Arbu Bunem. Sukkis has the Arbu Minem. Also the four things. Shvuas is the, it represents Torah. The Torah also has, Gemara says, how you taught Torah. It was, Moshimane taught the Torah four groups. He said it over four times. Torah has to be said over four times. Why? Because the letter Dalit is the Malchus. Dalit means, the word Dalit also means poverty, because it means the Malchus has nothing unless we accept them, boss. You know, your boss is not a boss unless you accept him to be boss. King is no king. The Rabbi says to us, the only thing I'm asking you, have your Shemaim, accept me as king. Because that, he gave us the free choice and he's asking us to choose him, the boss. That's very challenging. That's why the Shintas Begalisa, and we don't think about it. Unless you conscientiously tell you, you know, I have a boss, and I'm going to do what the boss wants me to do, that's called Yupoida the Shchina from Golos. If you heard that expression. So, but Yontev has this Koyach. If a person celebrates Yontev the right way, Amacha Yontev is here, you literally take the Yontev out of Golos. The shechina out of Golis. That means the shechina that's there, 
his time. I have a boss. Why am I davening today? I the helps a person to be more conscientious that we have a boss. You notice that very few times during the day you think you have a boss. We most often do things because we got used to it. I daven every day, I learn every day, I make brachas. Not because, you know, what does the boss want you to do now? There's a part of a person, every person has in themselves, that what he wants is to be connected to the Rabbani Shalom. The Neshama wants this very, very much. If you could able to listen to your Neshama, you'll be able to hear the screams of the Neshama screaming at you, do the right thing. Sometimes it comes through the conscious. i tell you a fascinating story. A guy, a doctor who I know who became from, today he's a famous doctor, he told me that in the 70s he was, and before he went to medical school, he went to India to one of the gurus. If you know in the 70s, they were busy with the gurus. And he was meditating, and, and he knew no Hebrew. His only thing he knew that he was, that he was Jewish, and Rosh Hashanah, his father would take him to shul, and Pesach, Sometimes they would go to a grandpa who made Seder. Not always, not every year. On the years, there was no Seder. And he explained to me, you know what the Seder was? We ate matzahs and we had bread. I had the Seder too. It was the Seder. We drank wine and uh, there was nothing. He says there was nothing Yiddish guy that I knew. And he meditated a lot and he heard a strange voice in himself. He was literally frightened, very, very frightened. And he asked the guru, and the guru tried to tell him, you know, you're Jewish, maybe Jewish. He says when he got back, he wrote down the words that he heard, and he showed it to someone, you know, said it over to someone. It turned out he was part of Shema Yisrael voice came to him. And I remember he asked him, you know, showed him and says in the Rizal, that sometimes you're in a Shema, you hear the scream of your soul especially if you meditate sometimes, you hear how the neshama is begging you, do the right thing. Don't, don't, you know, waste the day your life. And your own soul is begging you, please, pleading with your conscience, do the thing. Because, see, the, the neshama is the Yetzirah too. And the Yetzirah, Neshama really wants to do the right thing. We have a Yetzirah who's fighting him. And we don't hear the voice of the Yetzirah so much. We hear the Yetzirah screaming every day. Eat, drink, you know, cut corners here and there. He is the biggest nudnik. You know, I recently told someone, uh, one of my children was telling me that her friend has a mother-in-law who's a control freak. So I asked my daughter, tell me, what does a control freak mean? I didn't know what it means. Everything the daughter-in-law does, her mother-in-law has to have an opinion. Everything. I do this, she has an opinion this way, and I She said to me, I always have a control freak. She looks at me, what do you mean? My Yetzirah, everything I do, he has an opinion. I go to Davan, pushes his opinion. I go to learn, his opinion. He, he's a nudnik. That's the Yitzhahara. 
See, the Yetzirah, we don't hear the Nudnik of the Yetzirah. It's deep in our conscience. But truthfully is, the Neshama begs you do the right thing. And the Neshama is the one, as a natural thing, the Neshama, the Neshama wants to be connected to Hashem. He wants the Rabbi Hashem to be his boss. He craves for it. It's the Yetzirah who doesn't want. The Yetzirah says, I don't want any boss. I want to do what I want. And, you know, the Libi Yushinis Libi Eilach. So the Kedusha's Yontav helps a person to connect if you the right way to Hashem in this way. Any questions? So I have to look it up again. Yontav, if you, if you make a Cheshman, Yontav is Gemati Samach Gimel with the Taneris. I have to, I'll look it up. I don't have a chance to right now. I'll look it up later. But the, but the result says that Yontav represents gas, and the Yontav has a koyach to break the gas ruach. Because we have a gases in ourselves. Gas means we walk around hoary. This is a big lesson because we don't want to be humble. So Rachman is saying that the Kedushas Yantav has a koyach to help a person to become humble. Yes, yeah, so the more, so, so the Kedushas Yantav helps a person. It helps. It's like a person has a, a backache and he goes to the chiropractor and works on his back. It works. Every time he works on it, it makes it a little bit better. We are crooked. We've got to work on it. So the Yantav comes, it helps a person to realize slowly. And, and, and the truth is, everyone from time to time has a, a sense, who are we? Who are we kidding? Every one of us. I'm sure you have the feeling from time, what am I kidding myself? One day will expire. I always tell them, I think to myself, the greatest thing that's going to happen in life we have no control. We don't know when we're going to die, how we're going to die, where we're going to die. And we're not asked, and we're not going to even have an opinion on it. How many people didn't wake up today, this morning? How many people are going to die today, naturally, with a freak accident, and it's totally not under control? Totally not. So what we're saying is, it, for every time it help, it help, a person sometimes has a glimpse and, whoa, what a nothing am I? The, tr the problem is we don't hold on to it. And the Kedushas Yontav helps us to, the more you're taking Yontav into yourself, helps us see we are so humble. We are so, you know, we have no control. And when we die, you could be as wealthy as you want. Soon as people die, they don't even know him, remember him. Oh, very good, very good question. Very, he's asking a very, very good question. Saying, he's asking a very good question. Really, the pain during the year, 
Now, we, the tzudas cause a person to be humble. You have this problem, that problem, you realize, ay, 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 ay. Yontar, he's saying, we eat and drink, we're merry. See, what happens during the year when we have the tzudas, it makes us humble, but as the time goes away, we forget about it. To like, like nothing happened. Yontar gives us the koyach to should last in us. It should stay with us. The Kedush's Yontav gives us this humble feeling should be integrated. Not just, you know, not just that you, you, know, you push a button and go back to your tzaras. The Kedush's Yontav helps us literally that this should stay with us and have the humble feeling and know how, how weak we are and how humbling it is. That's a good question, and the Chassidish Yisrael explained, he's asking a Yoivel, we cannot only, we can do farming, but we could put on the light, and we could uh, build a house, we just do not work on the land, do not plow the land, do not, uh. the truth is, because Yoivel represents working in this world, the plant to be attached to the earth, to the land, and Yoivah makes us, if the whole Yoivah is, you can, the, the, if you sold something, it goes back, is disconnect yourself from the earth you are. Because the main earth that we are is the plant, is the food. A person's mind is always, we live today in an incredible way that most of us don't have to, 99% of the population or more, not farmers. And, you know, but deep down, a person's mind is always on his food. And if you can't plant, you can't plant, it brings a person away from this world. Not only he can't plant, the whole country's got it. Every time he passes by, wow, no planting this year. I have to trust Hashem that I can have food. You know what a humbling feeling that is? Imagine the entire country is not going to have any plantation done. And you didn't import and export those days. There are no boats and no locomotives, trains to come. You have to tell yourself that Rabbi Shalom said this week's parasha, if the I will make sure there's a bracha going to be. That is a very humbling speaking after, you know, I only have bread for one year, and next two years, there's no way, next three years or four years, I don't know how we're going to live. And we have to lower ourselves to the Banyush and know, yes, I'm not going to plant, but I'm relying on you. It's such a humbling feeling. It's unbelievable. We can't experience it. We don't have Shmita Yoiv, but imagine you, every morning you get up, how are we going to have bread this year? Rely on the Rabbi Be humble about it. It's very, very powerful. Maybe she should help you all. That you should have a great Simchas Yantav. And we should have a lot of Simchas.